Hey guys. Welcome to Tech Buddies. So in this brand new episode we have two new guests with us. Siddharth Hs. Hello guys. And Sharan. Hey Atar and Gautam. Thanks for having us. Yeah man, thanks for having us on the show. We all know spring is here because of the spring loaded event from Apple which took place on the 20th of April virtually. And today in this podcast we'll be talking about this event. So we had heard of many rumors about the products that Apple could launch during this event such as the AirPods 3 and the iPhone 13 but Apple has saved those for another launch event so the spring loaded event has brought with it three significant launches the AirTags iMacs powered by the M1 chip that come in a wide range of colors and iPad powered by the M1 chip too Apple has also launched a 4K TV and a new color gorgeous purple for for its iPhone 12 and 12 mini phones Before we talk about these devices we do have to talk about the environmental initiatives Apple has been taking to keep our planet green. Apple claims that it is carbon neutral in terms of its offices, stores and data centers which are running on 100% renewable energy. It also promises to be carbon neutral across its entire end-to-end footprint which includes the supply chain and the use of its products by 2030. Another major update is about the Apple Podcasts app. Oh by the way you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts as well the app has been newly designed making it easier to follow listen and share as a new source of revenue they have introduced Apple Podcast subscriptions which have benefits such as ad free listening and early access now let's speak about the AirTags the competitor of the smart tags from Samsung Adding to its Find My ecosystem, Apple has launched its AirTags, which are a pocket, which are pocket-sized pucks, about the size of a checker coin that can be attached to your wallet, pet collar, keys, backpack, etc. How do these AirTags work? So the AirTag sends out a secure Bluetooth signal detected by nearby devices in the Find My network. These devices send the location of the AirTag to the cloud. and this can be seen in the map when the find my app is opened the airtags also come with a built-in speaker which can help you find your lost items by following the beeping sound this comes in handy if your wallet or keys are hiding under the couch or somewhere in your closet through the ultra ultra wideband technology you can use precision finding to locate your lost items through which you can get directions to your item from your phone However it is important to keep in mind that this works only at a distance of 30 feet away from the object pretty cool nonetheless suppose you have left suppose you've left your wallet on a park bench and the wallet has an air tag attached to it you can put that air tag into lost mode and enter your phone number for someone to call you if they find it this works with nfc and even if an android user having nfc in his phone comes close to a lost air tag it will open up a browser browser which gives him the details and you can get back the lost wallet you need not worry about the battery life about these apple air tags because apple claims that it can last for over a year moreover these are replaceable the air tags have an ip67 rating therefore you need not worry if it gets dropped in water another thing to keep in mind before buying the air tags is that though they are priced at, priced very low at about $29 they do not have any hook or band with with which you can attach it to the item apple has an answer to that as well they sell you these leather loops which range from about $10 to 
to a massive $449. Um, that's all about the iPad. We'll move on to Siddharth now, who will tell us about the iPad. Okay, yeah, so about the iPad. So basically now there's a new redesign. No, I'm just kidding. There's no design. Redesign. Uh, so basically it has now two main things. Okay, so now it has a mini LED display. So essentially it has like 10,000 of these small mini LEDs that are placed strategically around the whole enclosure of the body. And it has over 2,500 local dimming zones. So like... You can get like OLED level blacks in it. So it's basically designed to mimic OLED, but it doesn't have the drawbacks of OLED like burn-in. And since it's not an organic compound, it doesn't have all those drawbacks. But that is available only on the 12.9 inch and not on the lower end model, which the price I'll get to in a moment because it's frightening. So now second thing is a Thunderbolt port, which is now standard across the range. So Thunderbolt is basically like Apple's solution to USB-C. It's essentially USB-C in a nutshell, but it has data transfer speeds up to 40 gigabytes per second. So have a crack at that if you want. And finally, the M1 chip for the first time in an iPad. Boom. M1 chip is like, it's a monster, essentially. Like, the Macs have been getting all the press rumors and the publicity because of this M1 chip, and it's so much more power efficient than Intel. So... The M1 chip has 8-core CPU, GPU, and 16-core neural engine. It's a, really, it's a really powerful system. I mean, kind of overkill on an iPad, if you ask me, because it's still limited by the software. But hey, if they want to put it, that's up to them. And now the cameras, I'm not really going to get into the rare cameras, because, like, I mean, who uses the rare cameras on an iPad that much? I mean, like, if a concert you're going and you want to, like, record something are you going to be really be that guy who like holds up an ipad and you know starts to record stuff yeah so but if you're interested it's got a 10 megapixel ultra wide camera 12 megapixel wide camera and it's got you know all the usual stuff smart hdr3 panorama and all of those stuff it's got 4k video recording at 60 fps can be turned down a little bit but on the main the main camera difference at that you should actually care about is on the front. So this is the new 12 megapixel true depth camera with a 122 degree field of ultra view. So you can get an ultra wide shot with this camera. And yeah, it's the first time for Apple is a new camera system. So yeah, I mean, this has a cool feature. It's a quirky little feature. It's called center stage. So essentially how it works is like when you're in a kitchen and you're moving around, I'm just giving the example of the, the demo they showed. So if you're in a kitchen and you're moving around and you like your object, you, you like your face to be the center of attention. So instead of having to, you know, move the iPad manually, the, the iPad will automatically like uh, detect where you're standing and it will automatically adjust the picture so that you're always in the center of the frame. And as more people, you know, enter, the field of view increases. It becomes more wide. Yeah, that's a cool feature, which I would like to see. And it's got the same four-speaker audio with Dolby Atmos support, so impressive audio. It's got 5G, but it's not really valued in India, so no use. Wi-Fi 6, pretty good. And then, you know, it's basically, that's, that's about the differences in the iPad Pro from last year. It still has the same great battery life, same, you know, everything. And it's basically as iPad OS 14. So, you know, it's 
kind of like limited because the hardware is there and the software isn't. But you know, it's software. Apple can work around a way to fix it. So hopefully, they do in the future, and it's more compatible with stuff like, for for example, now you can't con- uh, you can't connect the iPad to a bigger display and can't take advantage of the full display. There's always black borders. So hope they fix that in the iPad OS 15. And yeah, that's about it with the iPad Pro. I mean, you get a new Magic Keyboard in white if you're interested in that. And yeah, I think that's about it, I guess, for the iPad Pro. But yeah, prices go for 71,900 for the 11-inch model. And brace yourselves, the 12.9-inch goes for 1 lakh. Yeah, I know. So yeah, I mean, that's the iPad Pro. Have a cracker if you want. And yeah, so first of all, I want to put a disclaimer. This is my first ever podcast. So, you know, if I stutter a bit and if I get a bit nervous, it's not my fault really. So don't blame me. So now, yeah, I'm going to hand it over to Gautam and he's going to tell you more about the event. So Apple just launched an iMac. I mean, we knew about it, but what we have got isn't what we expected. It isn't that bad, but looks wise, it isn't great. Uh, So, eight months ago, Apple unveiled the latest iMac, and that was also disappointing. It had the same clunky 2014 design, but it had the powerful uh, Intel Core i9. That was only if you maxed it out. Uh, But it didn't seem that bad since the performance was quite nice, I mean decent for, for the price at least. So many things Apple unveiled, and then the iMac came up. The iMac has the M1 processor, which everyone wanted. And this iMac seems to be targeted towards family use, not professional use, even though I feel like most of the iMacs like, are used for professional use. It has an iMac G3 kind of vibe with the flashy colors and stuff. Like It's not something extremely professional or something you would see in an office, but it, it seems like something that you would see in a cafe or something like that. It cannot be compared to the iMac Pro because the iMac Pro is more of an overkill type thing. But we don't know about the M1. The M1 always surprises. It comes in seven colors. That's if you go all out. And that is teal, green, yellow, orange, pink, purple, blue and silver. It kind of has this flashy dual tone matte vibe. And honestly, I love the colors. It's extremely thin coming at 115 millimeters which is extremely thin it weighs 5 kgs which is nearly 4 kgs lighter than the previous generation of imax the top end model has four ports with two four ports and two uh, thunderbolt ports it has a power connector that easily attaches via magnets and it's something like a magsafe type aesthetic the the cable is color matched and uh, braided it comes with a brand new 4.5k retina display which is gorgeous According to Apple's website, the previous generation had a 5K display, but with uh, the optimizations on the M1, I don't think so we would be able to notice much of a difference. There's no change in the brightness, and but there's a new camera. Uh, it comes with a 1080p camera, like the previous one, but it has a, uh, the M1 a processor has an advanced image sign- uh, signal processor, and the sensor is larger. So if it has a lo- larger sensor, it can obviously take in more light, and your image quality will be better. And this is a good addition, especially uh, considering the situation where we have to take classes and half of our time our camera is on. So I think this is a good addition to the iMac series. And in the audio side, there's been a huge upgrade. The, the, the speakers are redesigned and placed in a more, conven- I wouldn't say convenient way, but in a more uh, proper way where we can hear uh, the sound more clearly. 
people many people had complaints with the previous iMac saying that the speaker was not up to the standards uh, like the current standards so hope this makes it better and it supports dolby atmos we that's only if video if the video supports uh, dolby atmos and it has spatial sound support but the whole deal is the m1 now that apple has got the m1 they're trying to include it in all of its uh, product line and the performance has been uh, game changing the iMac comes in three main variants $1300 eight core cpu and seven core gpu I- iMac which has the same processor as the low end uh, uh, i would say the uh, macbook air and uh, it comes with two thunderbolt and two usb type c ports and it comes with the normal magic keyboard this iMac comes only uh, with four colors and uh, it's locked in at 256 gb internal storage but you have thunderbolt then again it's fast so that's fine the second version comes at $1500 and it has more ports it has four uh, thun- uh, uh, thunderbolt ports and two usb 3 ports it comes with a gigabit ethernet in its power cord this is a new uh, update it ha- uh, apple has put into its mac lineup where the power cord has a ethernet input where you can put your ethernet cable and it's supposed to make your setup look better and just make it rid of all the external cables and whatever it comes with a magic keyboard with touch id i mean we w- we weren't expecting this i mean i didn't see this in the leaks but it's pretty good that apple is trying to implement touch id on its mac uh, interface then and i feel like this is the better deal even though this is locked at 256 gb thunderbolt is extremely fast and with macos you won't even notice the difference just that external that 8 core gpu and that 8 core uh, cpu compared to the 7 core gpu in the 1300 dollar makes a makes a huge difference and also it has the additional ports and the touch id which i mean people might want it and the final version has the exact same specs with 512 uh, gb storage overall it would be a good deal if the mac didn't have ugly bezels let's be honest i know i'm an apple fanboy but such big bezels for such an expensive device that too from apple in 2021 is not acceptable i mean some people still like the white bezels vibe i mean it's fine but it's not as good as the what the renders or the leaks showed us they showed us a bezel-less design and apple still has that hinge below with all the stuff stored in it like all the processors and like the processor and all the components i feel like they could have instead of making the imac so thick they could have just what mkbhd said to they could have just made it slightly thicker with all the components in the behind and just given us a bezel-less design that would make it look way better even if you're using it for prof- professional or home usage honestly the performance makes up for it because m1 nobody can complain and i'm pretty sure people are looking for all in ones and the mac seems to be the best out of all of them apple is going to release a mac pro that's what the leaks say with an m1x and a better chip and that will have black black bezels it might have thinner bezels and it will uh, be more on the professional side that's what i think so I guess that's it for the Mac, and I'll hand it over to Sharan, who's going to talk about the latest offerings of the. Thanks, Gautam. The latest addition to the 2021 Apple lineup is the new Apple TV 4K. Honestly, not a big refresh, but let's talk about it right now. No, so it comes with an i8 12 chip, which like which boosts graphics for video recording and audio processing. Like the previous generation, like there's support for Dolby Vision. However, mm-hmm. the streaming box also includes support for HDR at high frame rates as well as improved uh, airplay 
So this means that you can play video at 60 FPS, including those that you can shoot on your iPhone. So Apple notes that you'll see the effect on fast-paced video, mainly sports. Sadly, Apple has not mentioned anything about the rumored 120Hz refresh rate that is highly anticipated by fans. The newest feature is HomeKit, so which, with which like you can get a live view of your front door only if you have a smart camera at your front door. Control your home's air conditioning, double check the locks, like all smart home stuff to be honest. Then uh, now it has a feature where you can easily adjust the lighting of your Apple TV, lighting or the color of the Apple TV. Like you can adjust your television settings to get the best picture quality. Can be frustrating right now, but then not anymore. Now Apple TV now works with the iPhone to automatically calibrate what you watch. Just point your iPhone at your TV screen once, then sit back and see how amazing your shows and movies are supposed to look. Then there's also audio sharing, like so which. You shouldn't, it's not necessary to play it on the speaker. You can just seamless connect it with your AirPods. It also comes with, it also comes with iPhone control. So you can control the TV just on your iPhone with the Apple TV app. I guess that's pretty much it. Yeah, then it also comes with Apple Music, Apple Store, App Store on it and stuff like that. It has a new Apple TV remote. So with a click pad, with a touch sensitive click pad, which can be also, it can also be used to fast forward or like fast forward on the movies you're watching and stuff. Now it comes with multi-user support. So then all your family members can have a different user interface on this, on the Apple TV. At, to, at the end, they, I guess, I guess Apple made a very generous offer, like by giving a free one year subscription of Apple TV Plus if you buy the Apple TV for I guess that's very generous to be honest. Now I'm going to hand it over to Gautam. Yeah, so I guess that's it for the spring event. There's been lots of updates, some which we anticipated, some things which we didn't, like the purple iPhone. Overall, it was an okay event. I mean, the 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 event, like because of the IMAX bezels and the Apple TV still being overpriced, that took like the whole excitement down for me. But the in- introduction of the uh, awaited air tags and all that, that's what made it slightly better. And the visuals of the event was really good. I feel like if you haven't seen it, you have to just check it out for the transitions and the visuals. Tetris is the only one who has an idea about the uh, uh, renders and whatever. So I'll just ask him. Uh, HS, do you want to talk about it? Yeah, I mean, okay. So, okay, so the iPhone 13, like... I mean, I have to show you some renders, but like since it's a podcast, I can't. So like if you guys want to see some, just hit me up. I'll, I'll let you know. So we start off with uh, the iPhone 13. Let's start with the base model, then we'll go up to the higher end models. Okay, so the iPhone 13. So first, is gonna, first of all, it's going to be called the 12S, not the 13. The 13 is just for like so that people don't get confused. So yeah, I mean, there's supposed to be a new camera layout. So it's going to be a diagonal camera layout for the base model, maybe. But it looks like a domino, so I hope they don't do that, literally. And uh, the camera area is going to get blacked out around the centers to give it that more stealth look. Looks kind of cool, to be honest. And uh, yeah, it's supposed to be a new A15 chip, a smaller notch, finally. For three years, we haven't had a change in the notch, but now finally we're going to get a smaller notch across the board. And... uh, I mean, yeah, it's very small, like, improvements to excellency, if you would say, like, from the previous model. It's, like, very fine tunes and, like, that sort of stuff. But the real changes come in the Pro model this year. So the Pro models are going to get a 120Hz ProMotion display, finally. And uh, 
it's gonna get a new matte black option which is gonna be dope i mean i want that pro model just for the black version of it like seriously and uh yeah then it has like uh, a new uh, there's a new ultra wide camera that's going to be placed across the whole board so yeah it's going to be like a camera that has like better performance in low light because right now the camera just falls apart basically in low light so they're going to fix that in this generation and what else ah yes a bigger battery so the body is going to be a little bit thicker you won't be able to notice it but it's just going to be very slightly thicker a bigger battery improved magsafe in the magnets and yeah lightning is still going to be lightning there's no usb-c apple is never going to do usb-c on iphones i think they made that pretty clear and it's not going to go portless either as we thought so previously because of the you know it has certain challenges that they have to overcome like port port recovery like and transferring data through the port and using lightning for the headphones and that sort of stuff it's like it's not exactly there yet for them to make the jump so it's going to be a lightning port again this year and yeah i think that's about it for the iphone 12 i mean if you guys have anything to add i'm sure they just i am clueless honestly oh uh, so <laughs> yeah so i guess that's it for this episode guys i'm uh, once again i would like to thank hs and sharan for joining us because without them i don't think so we would have been able to talk for so long about the apple event uh, so <laughs> once again thank you guys thank you guys uh, for having thank us thank you for show. inviting us yeah cool before we end even i like to thank hs and sharan without hs information of the ipad and the iphone 13 renders this podcast would have, would have been really boring <laughs> thanks guys appreciate it. okay guys that's it for this podcast Uh, yeah, you have, hope you guys had fun, and you know, if you have any podcast, then like, don't go hard on us. Like for me and Ashish, yeah, it's our first time, so yeah, it's our first time. So, so stay safe. Um, I would, I hope we can collaborate with Hatches and Sharan again. Our next episode will probably be about the One Plus Nine R and uh, the Mi Eleven Ultra, and we have another guest in the next episode. and then we'll do a few solo episodes i mean not solo means ani and athar and then we'll again start having people over on the uh, podcast hope you guys enjoyed this episode i know we just went on like a rant type in between and then we just started talking about the leaks but i mean that's how we do it and just hope you guys stay safe that's it for today guys if you guys Catch have you any podcast episode. ideas send it to us on yeah please Instagram. do send it to us and if any feedback we appreciate it please send oh, it yeah, to us guys stay guys safe. if i can say something you guys yeah, should yeah. have like a yeah. theme song for your podcast you know like yeah we are trying to make it. one we are trying to make one i'm, I'm yeah, even... currently producing one and oh. it will be ready by a week or so okay. so i guess that's it i'm going to cut it off now bye guys <laughs>